0: On this episode of Rogue Creators, we have Startup Junkie in the house.
1: We do. They just hit 100,000 downloads, and we want to talk to them about their success and how they've done it.
0: Yes, absolutely. So you can duplicate that. So make sure you jump into this episode. Let's get it.
1: Yeah. Three,
2: two, one, zero.
3: Liftoff. We have a liftoff.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. And we also have in the studio, we haven't had this in a long time. Yes. <laughs> this is really exciting, stuff. We have Jeff Amrine and uh, Caleb Talley from Startup Junkie. How you guys doing? Doing well. I forgot yeah. to ask
3: which side you get my good side. <laughs> good side yeah. Is this your good side, I think Caleb? That, I think that's. I, I've
0: always enjoyed your hair. You always <laughs> have like good hair, Oh, man. yeah. I need to get on side. That. <laughs> um, Startup Junkie and specifically Startup Junkie's podcast, you guys just hit 100,000 downloads. That's huge. Pretty amazing.
2: A yeah. cool. hundred <laughs> countries too.
3: It's yes. really yeah. expensive to bribe a hundred thousand people to <laughs> download got, and listen. We've got
2: one
0: one listener in a hundred countries yeah. that listened to the podcast That's, a thousand mm-hmm. times. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's all you need, right? The thousand raving true fans, or you just need one. Yeah, that makes sense. No, so that's awesome guys. So exactly. we are, uh, obviously, uh, we've partnered with you guys too. And, and so it's been great to see your journey kind of getting here. And even, um, honestly from our, my, my experience getting into the startup world, working with you guys as well to kind of see the, the podcast from where it started and where it is now. It's a uh, really cool stuff, but we're going to jump into that in just a minute. They're going to tell you all the secrets, everything that they've done. <laughs> so you can duplicate that. Um, But before that, we'd like to start off with something fun. What is that, Lauren? We
1: do. We like to start each podcast off with what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guest, what are you guys obsessed with?
2: You're going to put me on the spot? I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) So now that that we're out of bracketology because we we made it to the, the hogs made (laughs) it to the Elite Eight. I read a really cool book written by an MD and a physicist called The Grand Biocentric Design. And it talks Goodness. about how consciousness is what creates everything else, including the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. And he explains it in quantum mechanics and in traditional physics. And so it wow. may be all BS, but there were enough equations in there that <laughs> yeah. it was really a captivating book. Made you think about the meaning of consciousness and yeah. how we're all interconnected. So yeah,
0: that's fantastic. Yeah,
2: that was cool. I was pretty obsessed with that.
0: Do you reference the matrix at all? You know
2: there was there was lots of ones (laughs) and zeros that were streaming down the page, but but aside from that, no 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 reference to the Matrix. That's
0: interesting. What was it called
2: again? It's called the the Grand uh, Biocentric Design. Okay, interesting.
0: yeah, Yeah, it's very interesting. We'll reference that in the show notes. We'll find that. That's awesome. All right, Caleb, what about you? Jeff's up here. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he set the bar pretty (laughs) high. Yeah. I'm excited
3: for baseball. So it's <laughs> opening day of Major League Baseball. It is. Hence, um, I've got, um, you, you know, You did mention that. I was like, adrenaline. this is the
0: time of our recording. And like, great, the Braves, Braves play it too. So exactly. that, that works yeah. right in there. Exactly, yeah. We got some time. We got some <laughs> time. We
3: dropped down 49 with like my phone. on the dash. Just kidding. Don't just, do that,
0: kids. Just kidding. <laughs> just, we do not endorse yeah. that. We'll put our disclaimer at the end of the episode, <laughs> make sure. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, you're a big baseball fan too. That's, Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I, had somebody,
3: I had somebody tell me this morning um, that they uh, admired people that had a passion for watching baseball, but they didn't have it. And I told them that my passion for baseball has always ended in grief, yeah. <laughs> whether, whether it's a, you know, dropped pop fly yeah. or oh, ninth inning. a botched infill um, the close out game or, oh. you know,
2: uh, up three, one series. No. Yeah. How'd you end up a Braves fan rather than a Cardinals fan? um That's Well, true, all man. of my
3: friends growing up were all Cardinals fans just by virtue of uh, being from East right. Arkansas and you know, uh, St. Louis is a three and a half hour right, drive. Damn. Um, but, uh, TBS superstation. Uh, thank you, Ted Turner. There you uh, go, yeah. um, owned the Braves and own TBS. And so they broadcast, um, Braves games every night and so when I was playing Little League Baseball uh, my dad was always our Little League coach um, and I mean he didn't have much experience outside of Little League Baseball himself <laughs> and so he'd say watch them do what they do yeah. and so it's like okay I'll watch. yeah right exactly there. and they were good back when I was a kid and, yeah. uh, weren't so much a few years after that but um, I tell everybody I'm the biggest Braves fan this side of the Mississippi River. So. <laughs> well,
0: it's interesting. I've always wondered how that happened because it was always TBS. You always mm-hmm. saw the Braves. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just in this side of the country maybe, mm-hmm. but apparently that's just well, nationwide. I, had, I, had,
3: uh, I knew people too that were you know, diehard Cubs fans and it was WGN Superstation yeah, because yeah. they yep. played Cubs all the time. So, yep,
0: That yeah. is true. Interesting. All right, Lauren, what about you? What are you obsessed with? Baseball
1: no <laughs> I all the terms that Caleb just rattled off I'm like no sure. idea <laughs> um anyways uh a podcast actually which Whoa. actually it's interesting to be a co-host in a podcast and not like podcast she doesn't them. listen to podcasts at all yeah <laughs> um yeah I've chosen a great career um <laughs> but um Um, It's called The Place We Find Ourselves. Um, It's by uh, a therapist who's kind of just going into a lot of more like the neurological reasons as why we react the way that we do. And so I have a passion for interpersonal communication. So it's kind of interesting when you like learn, not just like woe is me like this is why I am the way that I am but more like the understanding of like I was actually biologically wired this particular way to react to these particular situations and that's why people it gives you like a good sense of empathy and so anyways Abigail Boone kind of led oh, me onto this right, one yeah. so yeah it's been interesting and it's like it's a lot to think about so I think I, I've really enjoyed that podcast and he's also like he has like No intro, nothing like no commercials. It's just like straight in. Like today, we're talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) No
3: BS. We're just rolling. Okay,
1: let's get to it, man. So
3: So if somebody complains about something, I do just say I
0: was born this way. Yeah, (laughs) that's the way it is. Sorry. So again, Jeff, the bar is up here. Lauren's up there. Caleb, you and I. Yes. we're holding down we're holding yeah. down here so mine is a Pixar documentary <laughs> yes <laughs> um, yeah so I actually watched it last night it was interesting to see when Steve Jobs came in and invested in Pixar it was more of like <laughs> the startup side of Pixar which was fantastic so you guys actually probably enjoy it um, I didn't know the full story I, I just always knew that he invested and I was like that's cool but they actually focused more on the other like the, the artist that was involved and I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to remember any <laughs> names but just the two guys that basically had really pushed computer animation Mm -hmm. and it was really cool to see them kind of pioneering Mm -hmm. this whole world that people were kept saying it's never going to work. Computer animation is not a thing. You know, it's going to take all these jobs away from our artists. Like they were pushing back so hard. And, uh, but it was very interesting, uh, very interesting stuff. I'm a, I'm a Steve Jobs fan just in general. See, he's just wacky, crazy, you know, guy that I, again, I don't know what it's like to work for him. (laughs) Probably a completely different, different experience, but always, always love the, uh, the tech boom, You know, obviously the 90s kind of coming up into the 2000s. So Jeff, you don't know anything about that, I'm not,
2: sure. Not anything. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't drop acid like he did. Yeah, but I think that's a, that's why he might have had a few more it's billions. It's just a micro just a microdose. micro-dose, the time, micro-dose. Oh, yeah. You that's can still all. drive and watch baseball. <laughs> and watch baseball. <laughs> Again, we do
0: not endorse that at <laughs> just all. just not sure
3: what
2: road you're on. <laughs> yeah. But Self, you, but you can
0: smell the pavement. You can smell <laughs> the pavement. Colors <laughs> taste amazing at that moment. So, um, all right. So hard shift though, into this episode, because we are uh, uh, well, first off, too, we'll, we can just say that the, this sponsored by Creating Startup Junkies book. We'll just rep your book here. It's a fantastic, fantastic, book, not yet yeah. award winning, almost <laughs> Amazon bestseller, almost, and it's going to get there. Hey, after this episode, when the thousands and thousands of people hear this, they're going to go out and, and get this. I so hope they so. can get the uh, the Kindle, Kindle version, version, yeah, and the, also can they get a paperback? They can get a mm-hmm. paperback version. Nice, nice. So Absolutely. Jeff, talk to us just a little bit about this too, because you guys really. We're able to kind of use the podcast platform to really talk about the book a little we, bit and we kind did. of get some some we, intro to it.
2: super helpful. So uh, it was sort of the brainchild of, of Jeff Stanrich, who's my business yeah, partner yeah. who runs the conductor, and he said, "You know, there's a story here." The, at the time, there'd been a 10 or 11 year history, and he's like, "We need to document this in a book." There's some stuff that that we've done in an unexpected place in a flyover region. That would be useful to others. So yeah. that started us down a path of doing some research and looking into what other people were doing around the country and kind of building the basis for the book and then adding in our own spin on what had happened locally. And yeah. so it's a little bit of inspiration and it's a, a good deal of toolkit. Yeah, you know, here, Here's the way to attack it if you want to build something special in your own
0: backyard. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's a great book. Make sure you guys go check that out. We'll re- reference it in the show notes as well. But starting back at the beginning of startup junkies, yeah. right. Tell us a little bit about your journey to, uh, to get to this point, And then, then we can kind of jump into the podcast as an idea. Let me mm-hmm. start with Abraham. And go, just, go we'll all go all back in. to Genesis. Here skip, and we'll the just say, skip the <laughs> who Skip the who, <laughs> of the who of Okay.
2: Uh Well, uh, so, so I was a startup junkie, right? I mean, I, I, by affliction, I guess had at the time, been through seven startups, actually eight prior to, prior to startup junkies days. And, and then the, the, the business came together because I was one of the few people in the state in 2007 that had actually operated scalable ventures, not just here, but in other places in the country. And I got pulled into the Innovate Arkansas program Mm -hmm. as a mentor. And Startup Junkie was actually a completely accidental business. I thought I had graduated. You know, it's kind of sometimes I say it's like that Michael Corleone scene in The Godfather where it's like, yeah. you know, I keep trying to get away. I keep trying to Pull go back. legit and they keep pulling me back. So, so I, you know, one thing led to another over a period of time and it moved from being an advisory service that was essentially a side hustle for mm-hmm. me to um, an enterprise that's got 25 people and multiple brands. But one thing led to another because there was a need in the market for the mentoring, counseling, training, the kind of startup support stuff that we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, you know, we probably touch 1,200 entrepreneurs a year through one-on-one counseling and normal times we put on 250 events and all that stuff. Thanks to the hard work of Caleb and the whole crew, is now virtual.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah,
2: I mean, we're an entrepreneurial support organization that helps innovators and entrepreneurs realize their dreams. And sometimes we crush some dreams yeah. too, to save them <laughs> some time and some effort to say, you, a, you know, yeah. it's, we're not saying your idea sucks, but go see what customers think. And it's if they validated. say it sucks, then
0: maybe you're not
2: on the right track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, from my own personal experience, I mean, I don't think go rogue would be a thing without you guys, honestly, mm. because the, the support that I received in, knowledge and training. And the many times you guys sat down with me and said, Hey, I mean, you were honest with me. Hey, this is a great idea. This is not probably so great. You should probably go. And then you connected me with people. You're like, Mm -hmm. hey, you need to go over here, talk to this person, this person. And it built out this whole ecosystem um, because originally this idea came out of a podcast that myself and Eric Henson, Mm -hmm. uh, owner of Explainify, did. And and you guys actually were the first to sponsor our podcast and invest in us. And so it was, again, you you guys kind of have a special place with me and and even in this company Mm -hmm. um, of the plan works like it works. Mm -hmm. What you guys do works and it matters. And so it is a big appreciation. And we saved you
2: from a lifelong uh, career and Large enterprise is a mindless <laughs> autonomic cog of the man, right? Now you're out doing your own thing, right? You
0: did. Uh that that leap. I but here, <laughs> but let's talk about it for real. It took me, it was 2014, 2015 that I started this kind mm-hmm. of what would it look like to run my own business, that type of thing. That was, you know, six years ago, seven years ago. And so it is in that moment like that is a big deal. It takes time. Well, and you, it, did, you did, didn't you, jump. You actually it. <laughs> did it right. You yeah. actually
2: did. I mean, one of the things we, in all seriousness, we talk about a lot is figure out how to do it as a side hustle. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, And yeah. You're,
2: you're keeping that security until you're really 100% sure this is going to work. Yeah. And then you can jump out and go full time. Yeah. So you did it exactly right. Really. Well,
0: and that's what, I mean, even finding the right people, plugging into the community, that has been a, a huge support. So I'm sure that that has probably something to do with the podcast as well like the success of that, of being able to kind of build that out ahead of time. But so let's talk a little bit about that. Sorry, Lauren, I'm taking all the yep, you questions. Did. Here.
1: <laughs> I'll just stand here and nod. I'll just drink my beer. Right, well, so.
0: Cheers.
3: So <laughs> ask
0: the question in a, in a better way there, Lauren. So Oh,
1: well, tell us about the foundation of the Startup Junkies podcast. How did that come to be? And what is that doing now?
2: It's like that was way better. most every other <laughs> thing that we did, it, there was... Bourbon, beer, and bad habits yeah. associated with the inception. <laughs> yes. But but it, really how it started to give credit where credit's due is John Kiju, who is who runs NWA Workplaces and at the time had 455 Media, said, hey, he's like he's a cool guy and somebody that I hung out with a little bit. And he said, yeah, I do this podcast. It might be fun. And I'm thinking we could do one called Startup Junkies. And it's like, I'm really tired of talking to construction guys that build cabinets. And maybe we could <laughs> talk to some different interesting people. And I was like. Okay, let's do it. And we, the first one we got together, and it's like we covered lean canvas and customer discovery, Mm -hmm. and it was just the two of us. And we said, well, maybe we ought to bring guests on, you know, (laughs) novel idea. Maybe we bring guests on, but it really started as an excuse to drink beer on a Friday afternoon and talk to interesting people. No script, Mm -hmm. no no real direction for it other than just having good conversations. Mm -hmm. And it stayed that way for quite a while. We experimented with having live audiences and with having it on. YouTube. And like most things, we kind of rednecked our way into it. We had no (laughs) idea what we're doing. It's like, oh, we need equipment for this. Okay. What kind of equipment do we need? So, so that's how it started, but then it became kind of a regular component of what we did. And when truthfully, and I'm gonna let Caleb pick it up here, when he came in, he professionalized the whole thing Mm -hmm. in terms of getting it pushed out making sure that we were consistent in the way we did it and take it from there. Yeah. uh, and,
3: I'll say when I started at Startup Junkie, I didn't really want anything to do with the podcast because I hate I hate <laughs> being on camera. I hate being you know I hate you know face for radio. But I he's you know, strong, here. He's, he's <laughs> strong, strongly encouraged. Yes. <laughs> so strongly encouraged. like you know Jeff's like, oh, I'm going to come to the podcast Like, "I'm going to stay over here. And I'll watch." And you know, me and Phil watching from the, uh, the yeah. corner. Um, but what really kind of. Um, Inspired me, and I guess jump with both feet into it was um, at the start of the pandemic, uh, we had a gap there for a while because we were doing these all in person mm-hmm, entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had that gap. And um, once the pandemic started, everything shut down. Our whole list of events. I mean, we we yeah. have a list of events um, running at any given time. Uh, you know, just put a big X through all of those. And it was kind of like through, you know, halfway through March, early April. What are we gonna do? Uh, what kind of events are we yeah. gonna do? What, and uh, you know,
0: we had only done this in person. Um, was speaking of Friday the thirteenth was the day that we recorded with you guys. Really, yeah. I still March, remember yeah. that. I flew back awesome. from Denver. We did that podcast recording. That Friday, like, March thirteenth, yeah. March thirteenth, yeah. and that was when the stuff had. Pretty it much hit the fan. Yeah, because wow. we were like, what's going to happen? We're like, we don't know. That was the last
3: in person one we did, I think. That's That's right. Yeah. Well, here we are. You us, and <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> I didn't
0: mean that. Uh,
3: but, uh, you know, we kind of decided, okay, let's give the Zoom platform a shot as mm-hmm. far as um, recording the podcast. And um, that kind of opened up a whole new. You know, it opened it up uh, for us to where we weren't, you know, just having local um, entrepreneur guests on. Give us an opportunity to kind of expand out, invite people that we otherwise would not have been able to invite on. Um, and then even, you know, international guests, you know, nationwide mm-hmm. guests. Yeah. and Just kind of give us an opportunity to continue connecting with entrepreneurs like we would have, uh, you know, through in person events uh, in more of a virtual world, we could still have those stories, share uh, anecdotes, and those kinds of things and inspiration, um, but we could do it virtually and reach yeah. a broader audience. And, uh, you know, as an excuse to drink beer on a Friday afternoon, we started getting guests from. Uh, you know, Ireland
2: or the UK or whatever. No, and it's Norman it's, Crawley. Yeah. So that was an awesome he one. He actually asked permission to cuss. <laughs> He's like, is it okay? Yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. Do you drink Guinness or Jameson? <laughs> yes. It's okay. <laughs> He's an awesome guy. That guy was yeah. great. Uh, yeah.
3: And, but after, uh, you know, with some of those uh international guests, it's like, Oh, you know, we drink beer on the podcasts. It's, not in a
0: clog. <laughs> that day drinking That's, kicked yeah. in pretty early. It's part of it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a breakfast
3: beer. Yeah, so yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a stout, thick, you know, stout, bacon good, flavored, which I think Rogue really makes a bacon yeah, flavored yeah. beer. So, uh, but yeah, that was. Um, and after we did that, it was kind of. Um, I started to see some more of the impact um, that you know Jeff and everybody else I'm sure mm-hmm. saw early on mm-hmm. from the podcast. I kind of saw some of that firsthand and kind of. Um, I don't know. You feel a little more ownership over it, and get you makes you a little more excited to participate. It and once you see the kind of the impact and the reach, and then you see, oh, we just went from seventy to one hundred and one countries pretty cool. I wonder if anybody's got a place I can crash.
0: traveling the world, you know. Like, <laughs> away, you know whatever, whatever, you I'm a celebrity now. <laughs>
1: they should let me in.
0: So we know we know Caleb's motivations here <laughs> by reaching all those countries. That's a, but I I think that that's good though because again, expanding outside of just Northwest Arkansas, you're able to tap into even your guests audience as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Like, you know, having them share out that, that content exactly. or whatever it is, and then share out the episode, I'm sure probably contributed to oh, absolutely. Expanding I
3: that think too, like, you know, just kind of linking arms with folks that already had that following, um, outside of our usual, um, network, our sphere mm-hmm. there in Northwest Arkansas and kind of creating a Venn diagram of these audiences, um, across
2: the country and even the world. Yeah, and yeah. we we've, we've been lucky to, and you all have obviously helped promote the fire out of this thing as well. It's been very essential to increase the downloads, but we've been amazingly lucky to get people on that are nationally known. Like Dave Meltzer would be a good mm-hmm. example of it. Uh, uh, Sarah Fry, who's mm-hmm. runs a billion dollar farming operation, and Steve are, Case was Steve, was Steve Case, well. was and, that, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and yeah. there's that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, <A> billionaire, <laughs> exactly. <that> did AOL <laughs> and Rise to the Rest, and, but but it's been pretty ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know, for the, the kind of folks that have wanted to come on that we've had great conversations with.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think what we've talked about too, is the you have a podcast that people are reaching out. They want Mm -hmm. to be, you know, they want to get in front of your audience too. Like that's gotta be a huge compliment for you guys. Right. And um, that's, that's a pretty cool thing to not just be like, Hey, I'm just trying to find somebody to listen to this. It's like, no, no, no. We have people that want to be involved in what we're doing
3: a, a year ago. It's like, crap, we need to line up. Yeah, you know, some guests, so that we have a bank and we you know it's like, oh crap, we got to record a podcast. Yeah. So we have one next week, versus, you know, like now we have a list of people that are trying to get on. Um, not all of them are winners, but, um, <laughs> you know, the fact that they want to be on is definitely yeah, a compliment. It and, well, it helps. and
0: it's a great introduction to the brand that mm-hmm. you guys already have. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. Like, even if somebody's not a great guest, it's like, hey, check out these other resources. Yeah. Here's some other options for you as well. Like, you guys have done that, that well, too. So,
1: yeah, so our audience um we have a lot of like marketing directors, small business owners. And a lot of them are interested in starting a podcast. So what would be some of your tips of like steps that they could take to get a bigger podcast because I know for a lot of them they're like, "Well, I'm getting 15 downloads mm. an episode. That's not really getting their audience. I'm definitely letting him answer that. <laughs> t- I'm, I'm
2: just the on-air talent. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, <laughs> I know how to do anything. I got him my trailer, so, I drink my beer. So, so,
0: <laughs> show up, hand me
2: a beer, <laughs> put yeah. me in front of a microphone. Exactly. Exactly. He's on-air exactly. talent. We send him the
3: invoice for the tag <laughs> at of the office. That, that's <laughs> it. I pay for the
2: beer and I show
3: up and <laughs> say some crazy <Christmas laughs>
0: stuff.
2: That's
3: about it. Um, well, step one, partner with Go Rogue X. Yay, um, we're that's sweet. Well, i mean, I'm we're answer that question,
0: but it's fine. That's definitely a big help. I will say that's been a huge Huge Help. piece of that. Yep, uh, That's been a
3: huge piece, uh, you know, given that it is has always been kind of an ancillary thing. Um, the uh, intentionality uh, that you are able to put into helping us market that mm-hmm. is definitely taken to the next level for sure. And I can say, and again, like I said, they're not paying me to say this. I could see, I can go and show you our week, and y'all have access to this. You can, like, see <laughs> the weekly downloads and it, they've increased, uh, Dramatically. Uh, you know. A hundred percent, you know, from when we started to now. And so that's, that's obvious. And then too going back to just, uh, you know, linking arms with folks with uh, who are like-minded, but also have a network of um, audience and people mm-hmm. are following, uh, you know, that's why we reached out to guys like the David Meltzer, who has, you know, the number one sports podcast, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's not necessarily, doesn't necessarily have the same audience but there are there are there's going to be a significant overlap there people who enjoy sports and also enjoy entrepreneurship so yeah, looking yeah. for people like that to where you can build some overlap and kind of borrow some of their listeners and convert them
0: yeah um, i would say for you guys too not even just the <clears throat> the high ranking guests that you've had on but like companies like livson mm-hmm. has yeah, done I, I mean yeah. huge success story and even probably one of the more downloaded episodes yeah, that I we've seen from you guys. I think it
2: holds the record, probably. It yeah, does. And, and you know, that's why we talk about it. When I talk about it now, I say we've had people on that are internationally known and we have people on that will be internationally mm-hmm. known. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, Livson's
3: a good here. example. Yeah. A good and I'm wearing example of Flex that.
2: Canvas pants right now. <laughs>
0: Seen it. Oh yeah, looking nice. good. Nice. nice. This is just a big day for You're you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were, are they two time on the podcast, or Andrew two yeah. times on there. They were um, on
3: before I started Starb Junkie, so like
2: 2018. And back when, back when Michael Eisman was the adult
0: yeah. leadership yeah.
3: on it, <laughs> he's the one that
2: kept me out of the ditches. <laughs> and then uh, recently, mm-hmm. um, right, at, we
3: um, had them on right as they're about to launch their second uh, Kickstarter, yeah. which broke so the record crazy. for Arkansas, over half a million. The largest was the largest Arkansas-based Kickstarter campaign before that was anywhere from 3 to 400,000 uh I and mean, it had been years before yeah. and they crushed it like.
0: Yeah. Wasn't their days. goal like 10,000 or something yeah. crazy yeah, they, they, small? You know, <laughs> don't
2: play golf with the guy either. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's he's he sandbagged that, but there's a strategy <laughs> to all that. Yeah. And he, he has really become an expert on how to do that well mm-hmm. for pre pre-sales and to promote the fire out of what he's yeah. doing and yeah. just to plug another
3: startup junkie event um Andrew's actually going to lead, lead a uh webinar on Kickstarter campaigns for us oh, wow. later oh, that's this month super cool. so yeah. if anybody's interested in learning <laughs> yeah. about how to uh win on Kickstarter he's going gonna, gonna to be he's great. Arkansas's Kickstarter ninja so yes yeah. yeah. startupjunkie.org there
0: you go yeah Well, and uh, we always reference, always send people back to that episode too, Uh because it was a great episode, but as well as like the content that you guys are getting out of your guests is good. You kind of know, you say, Hey, well, there's not really any structure, but you definitely know how to guide the conversation Mm -hmm. well. And, uh, how many episodes are you guys in? I'm I should probably know this. You but. Should probably do. <laughs> 40 200 240 recording. Okay. Like mm-hmm. So uh, that much repetition, obviously. And Jeff, you're you, you've been kind of staple, obviously, from the beginning. But having be, being able to kind of guide those conversations, like you know what your audience is after. Yeah. So you kind of know, mm-hmm. hey, we we need to mm-hmm. go this direction with this, you know, this interview.
2: Yeah, yeah. We it, it's you get a sense for it. So you can be more conversational if you get a sense for the types of things that people are going to want to hear about. How'd you get started? how did you raise money? How do you deal with building the team? Mm. Um, what kind of challenges do you face? That sort of stuff. But we it, typically don't ask them what flavor ice cream.
3: Uh, <laughs> I props to Matthew <laughs> That's why Ward, never be too, real journalists. <laughs> um, who's kind of like kind of steered a lot of the logistics on the podcast. Mm. Um, he's helped streamline our scheduling process mm. because, because we have, honestly, we get, we, I think all three of us get emails every day, every, every single day wanting wow. to be on the podcast. Um, and like I said, you know, half of them probably should go to the junk folder, but um, he's kind of streamlined the process for bringing them on, getting them scheduled. And also part of that is getting some seeds of fun facts. You know, he's yeah. gotten like a kind of a questionnaire uh, oh, of some awesome. things yeah. to kind of pull from them that we can, you know, throw out during the podcast. And um, you know, when, I, when the first, I guess when I was still reluctant to be a part of the podcast, I would jump on it kind of just let's have a conversation. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll, Looking up the people and you know, learning what the company actually does helps sometimes, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I'm really glad that he and Matthew do that because I'm like, I'm gonna go for some verbal cues here to see who the hell we're talking to and what they do. Like, it does oh, make a difference, it. so right so have, have that direction.
0: We, we've talked, Ava does a lot of our podcast mm-hmm. prep too, and then you don't think about it So you're sitting in front yeah. of the camera, sitting um. behind a microphone, you're like. Do I know enough about you to take this to an interesting place, you know? And if you're getting those requests all the time, that's probably great to have a process like Mm, that. And
3: it's super helpful. And then just um, a little seed that I've kind of learned from having a journalism background is, you know, prepping those questions, but like not trying to get too granular with those questions. Mm, And like, say, if you, you, there are 15 things you want to know about a podcast guest, you know don't write 15 questions, write five questions and have them lead into those yeah. other things and giving them the opportunity to kind of expound on that. And, um, that one tip where I was just like, mm-hmm, more, more, <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. Say more. um, kind of helps too. whether, so so you're not just like, you know, okay, question one and then question two,
0: yeah. Yeah. Question, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So absolutely. that helps makes it a little more conversation. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Our favorite always in, um, like video, um, when you're doing an interview, is to ask, "Do you have anything else to add?" Mm-hmm. And they're always like, "No," and then they go into a yeah, whole like exactly. two
3: minutes. So,
1: one thing that we've really enjoyed when we're working on, particularly on your content, is the the caliber of guests that you guys have had. But it's also the range, the uh, creativity that you see through your guests. I mean, it's uh, Jacob and I. Jacob does a lot of copywriting and editing and everything, and uh, we just are always amazed with the guests that you guys bring on that are so much fun. And I think that's something that's really great about your podcast as well. So how have you built and maintained those relationships? Have you guys been able to partner with some of your guests and what they're doing or be able to collaborate with them?
3: I'm trying to, yeah I mean, well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with a media kit afterwards <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: great episode do you want to sponsor <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. there, there
2: yeah. have been there have been instances where there's been reciprocity yeah. so where where we'll come on and somebody'll say well I'm doing this you, you should come do this or we really like what you're doing yeah. or we're going to make use of the book so there has been that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. It, and then it all starts with the conversation. Yeah, yeah. pointing yeah. them
3: to people that could be helpful. Exactly. You know, like pointing yes. them in like, oh, well, you ought to talk to so-and-so. You know, mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Like if you're trying to plug in to, you know, if they're trying to
2: look for relationships in Northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. and they're not here, that sort of thing. Good yeah. example. Good example of that would be Dustin Finkel. Yeah. Okay. Pops mm-hmm. and Bubba. So, so actually another entrepreneur, um, Abby Kiefer, who had been a, a group that mm-hmm. we had helped with Red Clay Design back in the day. She's moved somewhere else. She said, "This is somebody I know real well. Please introduce them to everybody you know in the area." And so we got into it a little bit with the two CPG brands he's have kind of better for you keto compliant stuff, and and we introduced him to funds and different folks. And I was like, "Man, you got a really interesting story. Would you want to come on the podcast?" And that happens a lot where if someone will come in because we can help them with something, and we say, "You've got a story that would people would be worth would be worth hearing." Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I will say even with some of the guests that you guys have plugged into, you know, as I knock my beer over here alright just one beer his This is
2: 13th 13th one it's not
0: yeah. even two
3: o'clock uh, keep it uh, to half a in
0: case in the morning boy. <laughs> <are you? laughs> that's why I was like I don't think we've ever had a beer on the podcast but it only felt natural when we brought you, you guys get out. Yeah. get out of beer get out of beer um, no just uh, like sheets and giggles oh, that yeah. was a oh, phenomenal yeah. Oh, yeah. guest, and so we've been able to really plug them onto yeah. even other episodes mm-hmm. other podcasts yeah. I so bought those sheets yeah, did you really I bought those sheets they're great
3: oh yeah
0: I'm a big fan um, but just that, that type of building in that relationship. And I've, I've said from day one, it was terrifying for me. I just, when I started this company or even started my first podcast of like reaching out to people, it's like nobody knows who I am. I'm a corporate guy. Like why in the world would they talk to me about entrepreneurship type stuff? Um, But taking that first step and then all of a sudden it's like sheets and Googles are on a podcast or working with you guys and all of a sudden they're on all these other podcasts. It just Mm -hmm. only helps by just taking that first step and putting yourself out there a little bit. I think even with our relationship with um, One Million Cups, Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm just, I I just love this community. I'm not Mm -hmm. really a part, but I love what everybody's doing. Um, And then all of a sudden and somebody told me they're like, you realize that even though you're a corporate guy, like you're in this community, like you're a part yeah. of it, yeah. right? And it's like you have a, you've been around enough that people are are looking to you, they're talking to you, they're re- you know referring and stuff like that, and so that only helped me take that jump, right, mm-hmm. just by being around the community. And so a lot of times the same way with guesting too.
3: And especially with the Cups, if you're around enough, we'll put you to work. Yeah, that's, <laughs>
0: right. <You're laughs> sure is true. that's right. We
2: got a job for
0: you. <laughs> that is true. I think the first time I, I was like, Caleb, you know, I do some video stuff. Uh-huh. You guys ever need help? And he's like, Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. <laughs> can you be here tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. How early can you get here on Wednesday morning? Yeah, <laughs> but that's the stuff that I love too, and being able to give back to that community mm-hmm. as well. Um, even with one million cups, that mm-hmm. I think the startup junkie brand has been able to be amplified because of what you guys do to plug into the community to help promote other people. Um, it only it only helps. You're giving, and obviously receiving as well. So.
1: Yeah, For those that are listening and don't know what One Million Cups are, could you guys explain what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: So I usually read this off (laughs) of it. I've read this enough times. So One Million Cups is a product of the Kauffman Foundation. Um, It's an organization that are about 160 chapters across the country. Uh, And the premise is uh, that these communities can come together. Uh, to provide a place for um, entrepreneurs to present their ideas, get feedback, uh, make connections and that sort of thing in a constructive way versus, you know, going someplace you're not pitching you're presenting your yeah, idea yeah. And you're you're doing so to get the connections you need uh or getting the feedback like uh have you tried doing this or you tried doing that and uh so that's kind of what it is uh and it's like i said part of the kauffman foundations program for entrepreneurship based out of kansas city um and there is a chapter in bentonville yeah, yeah. And we're about the fourth or fifth year into it isn't that right yeah i think
2: honestly when 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 and it wasn't us that had the idea originally it was uh joe somweber and a guy from Walmart mm-hmm. were saying, you know, we need a mm-hmm. 1 million cups chapter. And we were like, oh, we don't know. I mean, holding one of these weekly, mm-hmm. it might be really hard to draw the people. And, and but we took, we all took the risk on it. And that's been one of the more frequently followed events where there's a pretty good constituency mm-hmm. that sticks with it. And yeah. one of the, yeah, there's a, uh, what I find very
3: interesting is there's, there are always more people there in person than what we get on. Uh, the virtual Online, platform yeah. now, which is kind of the opposite of You'd everything else. Easier, you yeah. kind of with these yeah. events, you bring in more people virtually, but people, more people. We'd have you know, thirty to forty people, or thirty uh, people show up uh, for an in person one million cups, where we'll have fifteen on uh, you know yeah. virtually. So, yeah. well, it's and the it... free coffee. the one million cups. I will <laughs> say the one million cups. It's it's of coffee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, And that's, I mean, obviously another, another program just to be able to get to know people Mm -hmm. and hear interesting things. I mean, the amount of, um people that I have presented that I've then purchased their product afterwards mm-hmm. just by them stepping out of their comfort zone, you know and being able to stand up in front of people and present um obviously in a virtual world now it is it is interesting you and I have talked a lot about mm-hmm. that about how to grow that yeah. it's like if you want to have a, a successful presentation, here's ways to share it out mm-hmm. make sure you get your community exactly. involved and it just it only amplifies that so and also
3: kind of um, star junkie kind of um, I don't know if this is right now, it's like almost like a um a lighthouse or a, some sort of I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but people, you know, when we, by just virtue of coming across uh, 1,200, a 1,200 people a year through consulting, you know, we come across those people and we'll say, okay, the podcast is going to be a good place for you to yeah, share your story. Absolutely. Or like, you're in a position, uh, let's funnel you to 1 million cups to present, yep. to get, you know, bounce some stuff off the wall, see what sticks or, you know, or, yeah. you, know, or you need changers. to lead a webinar or you need to lead a yep. game changer yep. or that sort of thing. Yep. So it kind of, um a uh, Lighthouse is that where? Uh, what? not Beacon. a lighthouse? Beacon? A, sure. thing, uh, go, flag? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I'm thinking about a like a place where everybody out, comes almost. and, yeah, and yeah. we distribute <laughs> them out. <laughs> filter? Yeah, sure. Right. We we'll filter out a lot of things. We don't so, have a
0: filter. No, so. filters. <laughs> no filters at all. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Well, you guys are doing a lot of amazing things, and it sounds like you guys will continue to do so. What's next for Startup Junkie?
2: Same as it ever was. (laughs) 200,000. Global domination. Uh, No, no. uh, uh. (laughs) Uh, You know, we set a goal uh, a a couple of years ago where we said, well, what's the vision? And the vision at the time, the five-year vision was, how do we help 10 times more innovators and entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. than what we do today? Wow, yeah. And so part of what that's precipitated and and actually the pandemic's amplified it is more digital presence. So all the digital library Mm -hmm. stuff that Caleb is right in the middle of, and then our counterparts at the conductor are working on that's built a huge digital library yeah. so that we are the reaches even better. And, and I would say we're going to keep focused on that. We launched a new brand called innovation junkie, mm-hmm. which is aimed at kind of bringing that startup mindset to later stage companies. And that's starting to have pretty good effect and impact on nonprofits and for-profits. So it'll be more of the same. And, and along the way, I think in this new world, we'll figure out what's the right mix of online Live and hybrid because the world has changed and it's never going to go back to exactly how it was. We were having conversations about how much disdain we really had for going to typical exhibition hall uh, events, you know, trade shows and all that. And it's like, I don't know that I'll ever do that again. And so I, I would say part of the vision is how do we figure out how to meet the constituent we want to serve in the way that works best for them, yeah. whether it's live, whether it's digital, whether it's hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. And to Jeff's point, uh, you know, diving into that and
3: we were really kind of, you know, forced to dive into the digital um, content. Um, but having done so, um, I'll pull, you know, we we capture data on, on folks that sign up for our webinars and for um, our uh, digital content. And it's fascinating to see, you know, we would have a, a weekly event where, you know, it's people from the, the furthest they're coming is from. Fort Smith or Bentonville. Yeah. And then I can look and see at the zip codes or, you know, the city of mm-hmm. activity to where they're actually plugging in and actively participating in these entrepreneurial webinars and we'll have people from New York City, uh, you know, Dallas, Florida, California, Dublin. I mean, uh, we um, started doing some Spanish language webinars. We had had one earlier today and just going back and looking where the people were signing up from, um, Puerto Rico, Mexico City, um, like San Diego, just because they, they, they didn't necessarily, or I'm assuming, um, I guess I could look into that. There's not, you know, they're plugging in because the, the content's available and we're making it available um, more broadly. Um, So just kind of serving um, that community.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's fascinating too in the sense of you know, you talked about building the ecosystem, right? And it literally is drawing attention to Northwest Arkansas. which yeah. we love living here. We love this right. community. Yeah. We love what has happened in the startup uh, world here. But it's also it's like now, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, people are saying like, "Where are these people exactly. located? Yeah. Like, yeah. Google and, uh, in Arkansas?" Yeah. You know, and that's that's always kind of that mentality. Yeah. And so, obviously, being able to provide those resources, I think one of the things for us too that the the PPP, you know, doc the the resource that you guys put Mm -hmm. out for that, you guys really jumped on that as as an opportunity. You didn't have to, but it's like, hey, we know that our community is very confused by all of these loan, like when it's forgiven, what's not, whether stipulations. And so um, I've referred to several of those resources as well and stuff that you guys didn't necessarily have to do, but you're like, we need to obviously plug into our community.
2: That was a triage (laughs) situation where, and I've used this analogy before, where we kind of felt like emergency room doctors for small Mm -hmm. business. A report came out, In right around the time that the whole world was shutting down in March, that's I think it was from Business Insider that said, most small businesses have 27 days of cash reserves. And the prediction was 50% of all small businesses and startups will be out of the game. If something's not done. And so we thought, well, what can we do? Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we can't write checks to make a difference in this. What can we do? So one was we got to be really irritating to the federal government and the state government <laughs> yeah. saying, get this stuff done. Yeah. So there was that sort of lobbying, campaigning, pushing. And the other was once the guidance came down, making sure that it was explained in a way that people would actually understand it yeah. in a timely fashion. That was a team effort across the whole state on all the entrepreneurial support organizations. So people like Sarah Goforth and others who convened that entrepreneurial support organization working group were really central to making Mm -hmm. sure that the information was getting out there and that we were all working together. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy time.
0: I remember seeing something, and maybe it was just you and I talked about this, but it was that- if you searched for any kind of help with that mm-hmm. um, outside of like the normal ads and different things like that, like you guys were up in in some of the national searches for uh, on Google for your documentation and your resources. Yeah, know, I think resources. we were right
3: under SBA there for a while. On That's the crazy. Long yeah. And then just, to, you know, the same thing that was take or is taking place with our webinars. We were seeing that traffic come from, I think our largest traffic source was from California, and wow. then Arkansas, and then Florida, and then Texas. So startup junkies nationwide.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're like we're kind of like Radio Free Europe used to be during the days so of the all these places. Places are. Is there somebody out there that can be hopeful in the messaging? Yeah, and yeah. I think we were hope. We tried to be hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tell them
0: to help people grind through and tell them to help was on the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Well, thank you guys, obviously, for what you've done. Love the brand. Love what you guys are doing, obviously. And then congratulations on a thousand downloads or hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, thousand, thousand congratulations downloads. Congratulations on a thousand downloads. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's been fantastic, you know.
2: We're going, places. Uh, we're
0: going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we
2: call a thousand downloads <laughs> Tuesday. <man>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular oh, day enough. of the week. Come on, now. Come on <laughs> thank, now. In all seriousness, so thank you. Yeah, thank and it you wouldn't all. have been possible without the, all the, the help on everything from going Rug. You guys yeah. do a fantastic Jeez. job. Appreciate thank that. Great partners. Appreciate
0: that. Checks in the mail. There you go.
2: Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, as long as you're not out of beer, we're still good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, right. We are drinking rogue beer, by the way. So we saw their rogue uh, supply drop. Oh, I guess yeah. it was the case. I was like, man, this is perfect nice. for our brand too. So shout out to rogue. <laughs> there. See a partnership in exactly. the future. <laughs> I think so, you guys are listening. Um, but no, thank you guys again so much. And we'll, we'll put everything mm-hmm. show notes. Uh, are going to, it's going to be on our website. Go, reg- go rogue yeah. X, ex- Again, i used to having a beer on the pie. This is terrible. GoRogueX.com, lightweight. Go to lightweight. <laughs> I'm driving them so home. Home. <laughs> <laughs> Um Or Clubhouse, we have our roguecreators.club. You can yeah. jump over there as well. We'll be, we'll be there. Right? Yeah, that's what's <laughs> next. Gonna, yeah. That's what's next. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will uh, see you next week. Thanks. Rapid fire. Are you ready, Lauren? I am ready. Are you guys ready? I guess. (laughs)
1: Is this double (laughs) Jeopardy? Yeah. So we got a we got a humdinger here. Oh man. What's your favorite snack? (laughs) Favorite snack? Oh man.
0: (laughs) I didn't write these. Okay, okay. Favorite snack, go.
3: Um, I am um, big on, and Jeff mentioned it, the uh, 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 Kapops, uh, the guy we had on the show. They're um, vegan, uh, gluten-free, all that. Uh, Sriracha um, puffs. They're like Cheeto puffs, but they're sriracha flavored. I actually ordered a 12-pack on Amazon (laughs)
2: when we were actually on recording the
3: show.
0: (laughs) Nice, that's awesome.
2: Favorite snack after bourbon is <laughs> is the popcorn that my my wife makes.
0: Oh, okay, cool. oh, that's that's Phyllis nice. popcorn, Phyllis popcorn. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, that's it. It's uh-huh. awesome. Well, next recording, she'll so just have to bring some uh-huh. up here. As well. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go. Okay, this is timely. The Reese's peanut butter eggs. Okay. Yeah. Those are like my go-to. Uh, yeah. I look forward Big to fan. that. Yeah. Big I don't like a regular Reese's peanut butter cup.
1: At the end of the day, a peanut uh, butter egg. <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> egg. Give me that
0: peanut butter
2: <laughs> egg. Peanut butter and chocolate. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Two great things that are better together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. What about you, Lauren?
1: Uh, cabernet and popcorn. Absolutely. Cabernet and popcorn. Yeah. You just can't. Cabernet and popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. popcorn. And so, so good. It's good, so good. Oh, yeah. man.
0: All right. Let's do the second question real quick. It's a little bit faster.
1: Would you rather live without TV or music?
0: Okay. Oh, dang. oh. Uh, I'm gonna say music. I can live without music.
3: Yeah, I can live. With, I I wouldn't want to. No, absolutely. but I, I guess I would choose TV. Maybe.
1: I think mine would be TV. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. About you, Jeff? I couldn't live without TV, but yeah. I'd cheat because CMT is on and GFC <laughs> is on
0: TV. There we go. So I'm not giving
2: up music. There we I'm go. I'm just going to listen to music through, through the those TV. those
3: channels even play music anymore? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you
2: That's know, a reality. Probably where you tune in to watch Yellowstone or something. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. awesome. used to
0: play music. That's awesome. Well, good deal. Hey, we're out. Houston, uh, Tranquility
1: Base here. The Eagle has landed.